Hello everyone and welcome to episode zero of Creative Agency Collective. Um, this is very much a run and gun type of project for me. Um, and what I mean by that is usually I'm a planner. I like to spend a lot of time sitting down and plotting things out and making sure things are perfect. Um, and more and more, especially kind of with this new year, I've decided to do less of that and do more of literally everything else, uh, more of the doing, I guess. So this is a good example of that. Uh, I've had this idea for a while, just creating a podcast for other agency owners or people who are interested in agencies or freelancers who want a piece of agency knowledge, whatever. Um, you know, my, my goal is just to create a show surrounding that, you know, provide some of my insight, hopefully interview other agency owners. Um, I'm really creating a podcast that I wish I could listen to myself. Um, there's a couple that I've found that are decent. Um, and the parts that I enjoy the most about them are, um, the interviews they do with other agency owners, those are great. So anyway, um, instead of sitting down and recording this in a little booth and editing this, pulling into the logic and doing EQ, whatever, I plugged a USB microphone into my iPad, I downloaded an app, and I'm recording right to it. I'm going to do my best to not ramble because I hope to not have to edit and pull things out in post. Uh, I really just want to lock this down and send it off. Um, so because of that, it'll be short and sweet. Again, this is episode zero, so this is going to be kind of the one where I get a feel for it. Um, I may come into to shows in the future with, um, obviously I'll have topics kind of predefined for each of them, but I may have uh, you know subtopics and categories and things I want to hit. Um, but for this, I'm just going to kind of go at it. And really what made me want to do this today, um, not this topic specifically, but just kind of in general, was I was in a Facebook group, uh, one of the many agency Facebook groups, and I saw a post. And I'll read it to you in a second. And I responded, um, and I realized I sat there and pecked away for a really long time typing it out and was like, gosh, I have some knowledge on this. Um, I should talk about it. So here is the perfect opportunity. Um, you know, before I dig into it, if you like this kind of thing, let me know. Follow it. Um, I don't know where this is going to live. You know, It's going to be on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, all those things. Um, eventually, there will be a website tied to it, probably just links to the other things. Anyway... If you find a way to say, hey, I liked this, you know, please do so. Uh, if you have suggestions, uh, same thing, find me, say, hey, you should have done this differently, whatever. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, dive right into it, I guess. My name is Nick. I own an agency. I have for a couple years. Uh, prior to that, I was a full-time freelancer, 10-ish years. Um, transitioned kind of right during COVID to an agency model. Um, and it has gone very, very, very well. Um, it's, it's been a struggle to keep up with it in a lot of ways in a good way. Um, so, you know, overall I'm, I'm a talker and I, I like to think things out out loud usually. And my hope was that I could do so in, in your presence and hopefully you could grab some value from it. Maybe, uh, if it's not too rambly, but anyway, I'll dive right into it. So in this fake Facebook group, uh, this fellow, we'll call him John said, uh, uh, agency owners that follow the one client per city model, how do you, uh, he, he typed it funny, how do you ever leverage that to try and win a flaky prospect? He says, example, someone misses a demo call and a week later you let them know that someone else in their city has scheduled an appointment for XYZ days in the future. Uh, and if they have interest in working together, they'll need to move off the fence and get on a demo call before then. Um, so my my immediate response to that, and if you hear like phone notifications going off in the background, Sorry, I'm I'm sitting in a chair holding the microphone in my face, and that's going to be the nature of this one. So my response to him was, uh, in, a, in a joking way, I said, no, because they can see through the bullshit. Um, and I meant that. So basically what he's he's instead asking, he's not so much asking, hey, I do one client per city, you know, for SEO or just, you know, whatever. You can really only target one 
fence company in Oklahoma City because it's you know it wouldn't be in good faith to do two at the same time. He's saying, what if somebody else reaches out, whatever, um, or that's what it implies. But I don't think that's what he's asking. He's asking, hey, I really want to light a fire under this potential client's butt and get them to do something. What can I say to kind of push them along? So anyway, I said, I answered that kind of latter question, which is I thought what he was really asking. And I said, no, because they can see through the bullshit. Um, and he asked, uh, hey, what's your loss lead follow-up strategy? And that's how I knew that's what he was asking. He sees a lead, you know, uh, uh, you know, the flame going out, uh, getting dim, whatever he's trying to save it. He's trying to stoke that fire, keep it alive. Um, and I, I kind of maintain, you know, nope, I wouldn't bother cause they can see through that bullshit. Um, but really, uh, what I said to him was true. I said, I really don't use one, um, which might be wrong, which I, I'm totally open to the fact that it probably is. There probably should be some element of follow-up um, I'm not a big fan of the way that, you know, like automated systems work, you know, in, in our industry where you plug someone into a funnel and it blasts them out, you know, three emails a week for the next month. And, you know, they're all like fake personalized and, oh, oh, John, I know I haven't been getting through to you. This is going to be the last one I send to you, but it's all automated crap because they can see through it. You know, they're, I, I don't know. But what I went on to explain to him was that, um, I have found that my most valuable clients, you know, quote unquote, um, which would be, you know, really like the highest paying, the longest running, um, the ones that provide me the least amount of stress, um, or have ended up being the ones that have seen my value uh, or the value of the things I'm offering before, you know, during that process. Um, and they are they are just as interested in working with me as I am them, uh, if not more so. You know, and obviously nobody's going to beat down your door. You know, we're not the Beatles with the fangirls. They're not going to you know, flock to us and beg us to work with them. But I've found, you know, kind of looking back, you know, hindsight is, is one of the most powerful, you know, I don't know, that's a stupid thing to say, but the most valuable, I don't know, data that you have, you know, just being able to actually look back at things, you'll learn a lot from that. And kind of my point was, you know, the clients that I've managed to sign that were on the fence and I had to really beg them and, you know, I had to follow up and follow up and they wanted meeting after meeting after meeting. And these are not, you know, $100,000 clients that would require meeting after meeting after meeting. They're low level, you know, who knows when I was starting $500 websites or something. And I was beating down their door saying, you know, hey, I'd really like to work together. Hey, I've got some openings this week. Uh, I've, uh, you know, hey, just wanted to see if you wanted to get on the on the calendar. You know, it's 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 filling up fast. You know, they they see right through it. But more than that, even if you can get those people to sign, those people don't they don't see the value in what you're doing. They don't care. Um, you know, it's it's an it's a crazy uphill battle. You are swimming upstream that entire time. You know, there you're, and those are also, those happen to be the clients that end up being the least satisfied because they don't see the value in it. And all they see towards the end of it is, gosh, I paid all this money and now I'm irritated about it because my bank account has X amount of dollars less. Uh, and it must be your fault because you took that from me and they, they don't, they don't care to see what you've done for them or the potential outcome or whatever. And that's a whole nother story. I know someone would say, well, that's on you for not demonstrating your value, whatever. It's just, there's just some people that won't get it. Um, and I found that those people seem to be the ones that, that are, you know, okay, I'll, I'll get back with you next week. I'll get back with you next month or oh, let me talk to the wife. Let me, you know, let me think about it. You can fill in the blank. You've heard it all. Um, but what I tried to tell him, you know, and I, I worded it in a, put it in kind of a silly comparison, but you know, it's like talking to a girl you're trying to date. 
Um, you know, if you're not getting responses, uh, if you're not getting value, you know, good responses, well thought out responses, conversational responses, if you're getting no responses or okay, or LOL or smiley face or whatever, you know, obviously your client's not going to send that, but in the context of this hypothetical dating, whatever, the move is not to give ultimatums and, and, and try to force, a uh, you know, whatever kind of relationship to happen. You know, the move is not to double and triple text and say, oh, I'm still over here. I'm still, I'm still thinking about you. Hey, I've, I've got an opening on this day, whatever, you know, whatever it is, what you do is you, you know, you learn from it. You, you take a mental note, what went wrong, what went right, you know, whatever, what can I do better? And you move right on to the next one. You know, and the reality is you'll get the exact same outcome, good or bad. If you have done your part, you've educated your potential client and you leave them alone. Uh, you have the, you know, a near identical, you know, if not, uh, if not greater chance of having something happen if you just walk away from it and, and kind of let it be, you know, it's possible that client in a week or two, maybe they were just busy maybe they will reach out and they will, you know, res- respect you without realizing it because you didn't bug them and blow their phone up. Um, and then, you know, they might be more likely or they are more likely than if you had, you know, they're busy, they're on the road, they're, you know, they have a million other things on their plate besides this one marketing campaign you're trying to sell them on, whatever, you know, if you had texted them, you know, three times in a week and called them and emailed them, whatever, at a point, even if they were interested in working with you, they're going to say, good Lord, this person does not give up and not in a good way. Um, and they're going to move on to one of the other dozen people in their inbox. Um, I don't know. It, it's my, my kind of takeaway there is, it's a balance for sure, you know, and, and as with all things in life, and this is kind of another separate topic in itself, and I'll maybe do an episode on it, but, you know, draw your own conclusion from something. Don't let somebody tell you that something is the way it is and just trust it because it's, it could be wrong. It likely is wrong. You know, you have to use your best judgment, look at the, look at all the context that only you're aware of, you know, you decide if it's a good idea to, to follow up with them. But a good rule of thumb is if you need to follow up with that person, you will know, you know, you will, you won't have a, a lick of doubt of whether, you know, it, it, should I message him again? Is it time to message him again? Did I wait long enough? Whatever, you know, there'll be a circumstance where they said, you know, message me next week, or they, they sounded like they were very, very interested and you're not fooling yourself. They were actually interested and it's, you know, you're, you, you just got to use your best judgment. Um, one last kind of thing I, I said to that guy was, um, you know, it's, and I guess I touched on it previously, but in, in the context of sales and marketing, there's something to be said about like presenting yourself as being so confident that you don't need to chase them about, you know, Hey, you know, here, here's my info. Here's what I can do for you. Here's a, you know, give them an adequate pitch of why they should go with you and then just back off. Um, there's, there's a certain level of, you know, I don't know, authority that you get assigned in their eyes when you're not begging them for that sale, when you're so confident that it's a, Hey, here's my info. Uh, you'll never hear from me again. Um, I've kind of personally incorporated that into my, my sales pitch. I take a, a very informal is not the right word, but I'll use it here. Informal approach to my client relationships and especially my sales tactics. I am, you know, it's an agency, but I am the guy you have my cell phone number, text me at midnight. I'll text you back at midnight. Um, you know, I've got boundaries and stuff and I'll, I'll probably learn from this. This will be a mistake I'll learn from in the future, but overall I'm, I'm very informal about it. And I, so I try to kind of articulate to them what I was just saying, 
during that like initial while I have them on the phone, you know, while I'm talking to them before they ghost, before they flake, is that um, you know, in a very polite way, I try to say something like, you know, you know, you need me more than I need you. And obviously, I do not say that verbatim, but that's that's what I'm trying to convey to them is a, you know, uh, so I, I started doing this thing recently where I was going door to door with these booklets and these really nice cards and whatever, um, just around the city and going and saying, hey, um, you know, sorry to bug you. You know, we're an agency uh, downtown, um, which is you know, where they are. We're an agency downtown. I'm trying to sell you something, but I'm not going to waste your time. Uh, here's this booklet. You know, here's my business card. You can uh, throw it on a desk, throw it in a drawer, uh, throw it in the trash. Uh, but whatever the case, you know, I'm not going to bug you again. That's my info. You can look through it. If you like what you see, give me a holler. And they laugh and they say, okay, great, thanks. Um, and I, I'll also do another episode on, on that kind of stuff because I'm really passionate about not doing stupid email sales. Um, but that that seems to work really well. And I, and I find a way, my point was, in doing so to let them know that, hey, I'm not going to bother you. I'm not going to try to sell you. Um, this is your chance to, to learn who I am. And I don't expect anything on the spot, but here's my info. The ball's in your court. Um, and I, I feel like it just works in a lot of different ways. You know, one, it's kind of a cocky move, a power move. And they say, wow, you know, that's, that's unlike every other marketing person I've ever encountered who's so pushy and whatever. You know, I'm handing them something and saying goodbye. I'm going to disengage forever. Come find me. And it almost, you know, almost makes you mysterious in a weird way, and it makes you, I assume it makes them think like, oh, how wild, you know, I'm, I'm curious about this now. Um, and I guarantee they they look in the book, uh, and for a variety of reasons. But anyway, um, there's there's you know that confidence and that uh, you know whether it's false or not, you know that 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 confidence of hey, I'm not going to pursue you, um, puts you in a pretty high standing in their mind mind in their mind for a variety of reasons. Um, or at least what I've found, um, you know, I don't know. It's the idea is that if you're, if you're having to knock down someone's door, they're, they're not the right client for you. And that's a good way of kind of looking at things and thinking of things is, you know, it is that that's, I'll put it like this. That's when my agency really started to do something interesting was when I realized that I was picking the clients just as much as they were picking me, if not more, um, it's a whole again another another whole different topic it's but it's very difficult to you know if you're kind of in the startup phases to look at potential money and tell that client nah kick rocks never mind not going to work with you you know it's very tempting to say ah oh, screw it i know this will be harder than i want it to be or longer or more of a pain or whatever and kind of taking that money anyway but uh it's you know there's an interesting thing happens when your brain finally wraps around that and is willing to execute that um, it, it kind of generates its own confidence when it's, when you're approaching people with it subconsciously, just like, I don't need you, you know, I don't need you. I'm here. I guess that's, uh, I'm, I'm having thoughts in my head while I'm speaking. So I'm saying, oh, that's another, you know, that's another good point, but it's only been in my head until I articulate it. But, um, it's, it's when you start to realize, and hopefully this is true, uh, that your agency provides value. That's when all that happens. I think is when you, Obviously, you know, yeah, I'm making you a website. Yeah, I'm doing some Google ads for you. You know, whatever. Yeah, we get it. But it's when you really start to wrap your mind around, oh, your business makes, you know, $10,000 a month. Uh, you know, if you, you know, redo this website, um, get some decent SEO going, get some decent pay-per-click going, have a social media campaign going, you know, fire on all cylinders. You know, you as the agency can take that 10000 to 100000 a month. 
you know, that's when you, when your eyes really start to open and you, you start to glow, I think. And you, you know, to tie it all the way back around to what we've been talking about, it lets you really, um, you know, everything about your presentation changes when it, you know, not in a cocky way, don't ever be obnoxious about it, but you know, you'll find that you're just naturally saying things and communicating in ways and not rushing to do this thing or not underselling yourself, undervaluing yourself, whatever. Um, it all kind of comes back around to confidence, but confidence that stems from providing um, like real value to your client, which unfortunately I think a lot of agencies miss out on. You know, there's a whole industry of social something, whatever, of people trying to sell the idea of starting up an agency to just anyone. You know, there's a billion books about it, groups about it, whatever, where it is, hey, you don't know anything about computers, you can start an agency. Do this, do that, do that, whatever. You know, there's, you, you've seen it. I'm positive you've seen it. Um, so I'm, you know, unfortunately talking less to those people who don't actually have the, you know, the oomph to, to make it happen. They don't have the creative, they don't have the whatever. Um, that's not to downplay those people. And there's going to be a lot of them listening to this show. So I'm, I'm not excluding, but you know, what I'm specifically talking about here is, um, there's, I guess I, I here, I'll say it like this to apply it to those people. Um, learn how to provide real value to the client, um, which sounds like a given, sounds like an obvious, but it's not, and it often doesn't happen. But once you kind of master that and start to recognize the real value that you as an agency can provide to a client, all the rest of that kind of falls into place. Um, you know, And it, it also fills in other areas where it may generate more leads because you're providing good value and your clients are talking about you. Maybe you're not having to chase people. You know, I have people now who reach out and I'll talk to them and they'll disappear. They don't even cross my mind. You know, it's it's just not part of it. I, I'm not I'm not following up with these people. I just I for two reasons. One, you know, I'm busy enough, I'm I'm okay. Um, but also I've just learned that those aren't those aren't gonna be the ones. You know, and I'll give them a grace period and they can reach back out to me. I'll never turn them away unless they're like problematic, but um you know, they'll reach back out to me if they're serious and we'll get going. And if not, then it's no harm, no foul. But uh, to spend all that time thinking about how do I grab these leads that are going away, these are dying, um, you're wasting your time. Your time you could be spending, you know, forming a relationship with someone else, cold contacting, planning something, doing some actual work, uh, playing a video game, like literally anything else that will better your state of mind or better your business or both. Um, just don't, I guess in short, don't sweat it. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't, uh, you know, don't spend time chasing somebody who doesn't understand your value. Um, one downside to what we do is that, uh, our services as just marketing in a whole are applicable to every business owner on the planet. You know, every business owner on the planet needs marketing. Um, unfortunately there's a, an unfathomable number of business owners trying different things, uh, which, you know, you are the one that they go to regardless of their level of, you know, seriousness, their, how, how far through they intend to see it. Um, so a lot of times you'll get reached out to pe by people that kick tires and just want to, you know, want to waste some time and want to talk to you. And maybe they're, maybe they're bored, maybe they're playing business, maybe they're trying to understand, maybe they're talking to you and then they're going to realize the price is too expensive. But my point is it's kind of a numbers game and unfortunately it's not in our favor you know, we're, we're just, there's a sea We're we're floating in a sea of business owners, um, and other marketers probably, but other business owners that, you know, it's just part of it. It's just, you're going to get your tires kicked. They're going to say, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about this. What can you do for me? Whatever. Um, 
And just knowing that a good portion of those people are going to be unsellable or just not interested to begin with uh, is a good starting point. Um, again, I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate with everything I'll ever say on this podcast, I'm, I encourage you to kind of push back on it just in your own life. Um, feel free to test it. That's a lot of times that's how you have to do it. Um, it's just like, you know, you could pick a 13 year old out of the crowd and say, look, dude, I'm going to write you this little, you know, six page booklet on how to just kill it in middle school and high school and early life. Here's who you talk to. Here's who you don't talk to. Get into the sport, get into the club, do this ahead of time. Don't mess up your credit, whatever. And all those things are going to go in one year and out the other because that's just sometimes how it has to go. You just have to learn it because we're cocky and we're confident and we might hear things and say, man, I don't think so. I'm going to try it myself. And you know, you have to goof up a couple times, whatever. But even in your goofing up experience, you know, going through that process, um, having this in the back of your mind will help it, you know, help, help swallow that pill a little better. You know, I'll, you're going to take that medicine, that pill either way, but I'm going to be your water. You know, I'm going to help you get it down because you're, you're going to hear this and say, you know what? I'm going to keep following up with this guy. I'm going to pester him. I'm going to call him. I'm going to send him a, bo- a bouquet of flowers, whatever weird thing you're going to do. Um, and it's probably not going to pan out, but my hope is that having heard this after that, you won't be so defeated. You'll say, ah, well, you know, Nick warned me. I, uh, I tried it anyway. I'm glad I tried it. Now I know. Um, and you'll learn things along the way. So, but again, my point is kind of try things out if you want to, um, find out for yourself. There's no harm in it. You know, you'll, you'll irritate some people eventually. And some people will tell you to F off because you're bugging them. But, um, you know, overall it's overwhelmingly, it's a no harm, no foul. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the gist of it. Um, you know, I, this is kind of a weird episode zero while we figure out the format, but really in closing, you know, my, my goal here is to create a show that other agency owners, other designers, creatives, freelancers, whatever can listen to, uh, while they're working, while they're showering, while they're in bed, hanging out, whatever, to hopefully, you know, provide some value. But really, you know, my point in listening to these kinds of things is to, uh, inspire me in a weird way. You know, it's it's helpful for me to be in in the right mindset. And I can listen to music or I can listen to someone on, you know, YouTube playing a video game whatever, but it's really when I start to hunker down and watch silly movies like uh, you know, the the Facebook movie or uh Pirates of Silicon Valley or whatever, when I really start to like get inspired and get in the mood and get in the mode. Um so my hope is that this is what this show ends up being. Um thanks for listening uh very much. Uh, you know, do the, do the normal like, follow, subscribe, whatever, wherever you're seeing this. Uh, my hope is to do them kind of rough and dirty like this so I can do them frequently. You know, I can plop down at my desk and say, man, I got 25 minutes to kill. Let's record one. Um, hopefully they'll be a little more structured in the future, but I don't want it to be overly sterile and obnoxious like, you know, some shows are. Um, I want it to be relatable. I want it to, I want to really convey that like, Hey, we are exactly the same. Me and the listener, like, you can do all the things I'm saying. There's no there's no barrier. It's it's only, you know, how much effort you're willing to put into it. So anyway, thanks a ton, uh, and until next time.